And now, The Federal Drive with Tom Temin. Hello and thanks for joining us on this Monday, November 8th, 2021, seven minutes past the hour. I'm Tom Temin. Our producers are Eric White and Peter Masurlian. Our digital editors, Amelia Brust and David Thornton. Coming up in this hour of The Federal Drive, the Coast Guard is the last armed service to wave the white flag on tattoos. Plus, DHS asks for help on maintaining wellness of its operational employees. Those stories and much more ahead during this hour of The Federal Drive. But first, the General Services Administration is selling federal properties considered valuable but underused by their agency tenants. GSA is able to fast-track the process under the Federal Assets Sale and Transfer Act, or FASTA. An independent board screens federal property... An independent board screens federal properties that are a good fit for a quick sale, and more recommendations are coming. Here with an update on this whole process, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And Jory, just recap, what has the board done so far? So this board in question here is the Public Buildings Reform Board. And last year, they outlined a dozen high value but excess properties that it recommended GSA put up for this expedited sale process. And we use words like fast and expedited. For a little context here, FASTA was passed by Congress in 2016. So it's all relative, but now that we're winding up here and we're actually selling some properties, uh, the board expects that GSA will bring in about half a billion dollars in revenue from this first round of property sales. And what have they actually sold so far? Not the White House or anything. I guess you could categorize these as low-hanging fruit, things that are ready to go, not a whole lot of upkeep to worry about. Uh, What we're looking at here are three sales so far, one for excess land that had belonged to the Labor Department's Job Corps Center in Edison, New Jersey, another for an education department office building just outside of Los Angeles, and a parking lot in Idaho Falls, Idaho that belongs to the Energy Department. That one's not so exciting, but one, one sale that is over the horizon here is the nearby Energy Department's Information Operation Research Center, which is pretty close to that parking lot. So they took care of the easy part and they're, they, they have the hard part just about ironed out, but not quite there. So a couple of buildings, but also just some space that someone could build something on or turn the parking lot into a paid lot or something. Yeah, basically a blank canvas. All right. And let's tell us what's on the block now that's pending to sale. So GSA has five properties that it's close to selling, but hasn't yet finalized the process here. Uh, Some of those we'll see in the coming months, but all of these we're going to see finalized in calendar year 2022. Uh, More excess land at another Job Corps Center in Sacramento, the Ronald Reagan Federal Building in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and the Auburn Complex in Auburn, Washington, which is kind of a grab bag of things. It's a regional GSA headquarters, a social security building, a child care center, and a bunch of warehouses. We heard from Flavio Perez, the Assistant Commissioner for Real Property Utilization and Disposal at GSA. He spoke at a rec- he spoke at a recent meeting of this board, and he says that GSA has seen a lot of robust bidding on these sites, and he's seen a lot of interest from prospective buyers. And these properties are are rolling over on a daily basis. When we think we've reached our max and when we're about to close on these properties, another day is added. And again, that's Flavio Perez, the Assistant Commissioner for Real Property Utilization and Disposal at GSA. And he said he's seen some robust bidding. 
And he said he's also seen some robust bidding on another site that's pretty quirky. It's the Nike Missile Site in Gaithersburg, Maryland. And it is a 14-acre former army installation. It's a relic of the Cold War. And it was designed to be the nation's capital's last line of defense against Soviet bombers. So you could say it could you could say it really outlooted. You could say it really has outlived its original purpose here. I would say so, yes. Where I grew up, there was a Nike missile site. We used to call it the Nike site. And, of course, that's where you took a bottle of bourbon or something and your girlfriend in the old days. Anyway, we're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And what has the impact of the COVID had, if anything, on all of this sale and preparation for sales? Yeah, a little pro, little con. Um, in the pro column here, the board's actions really dovetail with a renewed push by GSA to consolidate federal real estate. We're at a time now where agencies post-pandemic or close to post-pandemic are rethinking their office-based needs. And, you know, this is a great push in that direction. But on the negative side here, that's not a conversation that's fully yet done with agencies. Uh, a lot of them are kind of in flux. They think they might not need so much office space, but they're in really no position to say definitively, here you go. Uh, we heard from Mary Phillips, who is one of the board members and is a former staff director for one of the subcommittees of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. She really articulated some of those concerns here. COVID really brought a lot of activity to a halt because agencies stopped their strategic planning you know, the, the whole world changed with COVID. And that really prevented us from getting as many recommendations as we think we otherwise would have. All right. So a dearth of recommendations for new properties to consider for disposal. Any other challenges the board outlined that it's having? Yeah, a little bit of a bottleneck with the funding piece of things. Um, of course, we're right now under a CR and that doesn't help the board so much. Congress has already appropriated about $46 million to the board for things to help get these properties ready to go. A lot of these are historic properties. A lot of them have environmental contamination issues, things that just need to get worked out that they don't want that buyer to deal with. And so in terms of the appropriations, they've been able to use some of that. But the other piece of what the board is trying to utilize here is proceeds from the previous round of sales to impact its future round of sales. And as we're, see, as we're seeing here, we've seen only three sales finalized. They're pretty modest as far as some of the other properties that they're looking at. And so they're just at a point where they're, they're squeezed for funds a little bit. Now the board is continuing to meet. What are they going to do in the immediate future? So it's not yet fully baked here, but the board did provide its uh, its next list of properties here. It's a list of 15 properties. I would say none of these are exciting. I would say none of these are as exciting as the Nike missile site. It's things like excess property at the NASA Goddard site, also in Maryland. And so the, the board expects to get this list of properties to the Office of Management and Budget by the end of this calendar year, by December 27th. And the board has one final round of recommendations in the short-term future here. It's going to get that round of properties to OMB by 2024, but it's going to be quite the windup here. It's going to be about $4.5 billion in revenue, what they're tracking for that final round of recommendations. And you said some of those buildings are historic, but that doesn't mean they're designated as historic landmarks so the government can get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an important distinction to make here. Just because they're old doesn't mean that they are 
they have the shiny plaque out front and they have, you know, special protections that they have to be mindful of quite like St. Elizabeth's, which we've seen with DHS. <laughs> That's for sure. And Jory, just a quick question on another item you've been reporting on, and that is a bill that made it through the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee to let agencies sublease for the buildings the government does not own and can't sell, but is stuck with leases. And what's going on there? Yeah, so as you said, it made it out of the committee. It's pending a Senate floor vote. Uh, and that's probably a good half measure from what we're looking at here with the board and what we're looking at from GSA. You know, really recognizing that agencies are in a situation where they might not fully be prepared to say, here you go, GSA, we don't need this building anymore, you deal with it. Uh, but a situation where they say, well, we have a couple of rooms that we don't need, and we could lease that out to someone who could have better use of it. That's a, a kind of way where they can toy with the idea of giving up space without fully committing to saying, we no longer need it. Right. And if they sublet it, then the money coming in from the sublet could help pay for facilities and maintenance. Definitely. And that's one thing that we've heard time and again is agencies have not yet had the incentive to do any of these things. They have not seen a cent from any of the money that changes hands here when they would go about doing this. They would actually use that money to upgrade facilities, you know, put in some facilities maintenance things. And so they would really be in a position to want to do this with this legislation. All right, lots going on on the real estate front. Federal News, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out his stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Still to come, Homeland Security is asking for help on maintaining wellness of its operational employees. This is The Federal Drive with Tom Temin here on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.